going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio ZSL Podcast, man. We're getting back into the second part of the workplace scenario in terms of pitching and persuading. And again, I do hope that a lot of you enjoyed the last few podcasts. Uh, it was a phenomenal coaching, as a matter of fact, uh, with Patty. Patty had come back. Uh, she got in contact with me in December. And she did her her group coaching with another uh, student by the name of Lauda and a guy named Santiago who ended up doing private. And he just disappeared literally in February. What an asshole he was. <laughs> I'm terrible. I know. Fuck it. Who cares? Um, yeah, apparently he ended up getting the 91, 92, but he just never told me after he disappeared somewhere in Taiwan back in February. What a dick. Nonetheless, Patty came back and she was like, listen, I need help with my speaking, da, 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 da. but she had a reading score of about 18 and a listening score of 22. And I'm like, well, you did have a 24 in your speaking at one point and you did have a 20 and she got a 24 in her listening. I mean, I'm sorry, her writing, but now I understand exactly how to crack the TOEFL. Because it's all AI tech. They don't have legitimate examiners. The proctors and doing it at home, that's the biggest problem because you're dealing with just a bunch of random ass people who are getting paid 10 cents an hour living in India and different parts of Africa and other places. And again, you know, I heard a couple of my other students, uh, unfortunate exam results, not I wouldn't say results, but you know, a lady from some country in Africa kept threatening one of my students saying, if you talk during the exam, I'm going to cancel your score. I'm going to cancel. I'm going to cancel. I'm going to cancel. This is the trash that ETS hires. And it only takes the trash company to hire <laughs> a bunch of trash ass proctors. But nonetheless, going back to Patty, uh, I'm so grateful because she went from an 18 to a 25. And she also went from, uh, I believe, a 22 in her listening to a 26 in her listening. So that was absolutely the last time because now when it comes to speaking, you guys already know exactly what you need to do to get a high speaking score as well as the writing. There's no substance when it comes to writing. They don't care about your content. It's all about, <clears throat> excuse me, it's all about writing as many words and linkers as possible and you're going to get a high score. Hey, Sue, same thing happened to him. He got a 92 overall. And the thing is, Patty is definitely going to get like a 103 to about a 110, you know, because that's how good she, uh, that's how well she did. But again, 110 is pretty high. I think she'll get probably like a 103, 104, 105 or something like that. But it goes to show you, man, big shout out to Patty Vallejo of Ecuador. So, so excited and so excited about so many other people taking their tests because now that we know, that TOEFL is a giant scam. We know how to beat them at their own scam in regards to the writing and the speaking. So for all of you out there, again, man, the new the new test is going to be coming out real soon. It's going to be pure chaos to totally understand that. But at least we now know what to do. At least we now know what to expect. And so let's see going forward what's going to happen. So with that being said, people, let's get back into this business English. Let's dive into the good stuff. So here we go. First and foremost, we already know what happened in the previous video in regards to the pitching and all that other craziness. And so what we need to understand is huh, what you have to do, you have to get your audience interested enough to start, uh, you know, a presentation in general. And this is what you have to do. You have to give them a reason to listen, your objective, the problem, the solution, the benefits, and then the call for action. And that six-step process, it's going to be no problem whatsoever. So what's going to happen here is Peter, yes, he's going to be going back into this 
And you're going to be hearing him, well, I guess you could say deliver this in a totally different way. All right. So with that being said, let me just make sure I'm actually sharing the, uh, what is it, the sound, which I am. And we're going to be diving right into this. So here we go, people. Let's dive in. This is the next segment. This is the second video of him doing everything, such as what I just stated, in a way that is far easier to understand. So here we go. Three, two, one. How was the conference, by the way? Good. Absolutely exhausting. You know what these things are like. And I have to fly to New York tomorrow. That's a pretty heavy schedule. Yeah. Skip. Oh, my servant managed to fill in these stupid forms. Leave them with me. I'll deal with them. Well, that's very kind of you, Peter. Much appreciated. No problem. Anyway, you wanted to talk to me again about the Eastern India project. It'll have to be quick, I'm afraid. I've got another meeting in five minutes. That's fine. Two minutes will be plenty. Okay. Did you know 68% of social media users will take time to learn about a humanitarian project if they see a friend post about it? Really? Yes. As you know, the objective of this project has been to install solar-powered water pumps in eastern India. Now, the problem we've been facing is the government funding we were promised has been cut by 50%. We think, and by the way, this was Cassie's idea, so she should take the credit, we think the solution is to ask our existing supporters to use their social media contacts to build giving circles. I'm still worried it sounds a bit like pyramid selling. I know exactly what you mean. We certainly don't want to compromise our reputation and our relationship with our loyal donors. But let me reassure you on that point. This strategy is already being used very successfully by high-profile non-profits like the WWF, UNICEF and the Museum of Modern Art. Oh, I see. So, how does it work? First, we invite our supporters to post on social media about our work and how they've helped us with their donations. We encourage them to find four or five people who show interest in what we're doing and form what's called a giving circle. We also provide them with an app that they can pass on to their friends and contacts. I know you'll have questions about cost, return on investment and so on, so I've put all the details in this handout. Thanks. Thanks. Now, the great benefit of using social media to build these circles is they just keep growing and growing. Each new supporter to a giving circle passes the word on to their own circle of friends, who then become a new giving circle, and so on and so on. So, what are we waiting for? As I mentioned, this strategy is already being used by top NGOs. If we wait till everyone's doing it, it won't be so effective. And the sooner we start, the sooner we can be pumping clean water into those villages. That's why I'm asking you to give the go-ahead before you leave for New York. Do you have any questions? Only one. That was great, Peter. But why didn't you pitch it like that first time round? <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, again, looking and hearing his structure, people, this could definitely help you in more ways than one. Uh, we have been, or, you know, obviously because we're living in a world where there's just so much distraction and stuff, uh, you know, stuff like that, and people are doing things in a hurry, you have to be quick. And if you have a very good structure, you might have to listen to that again and listen and say, okay, he did this, he did that, he did this. What can I do to make a very effective presentation when people are pressuring you? You know, when you're dealing with a bunch of clowns, <laughs> all right? And when you're dealing with people 
who just expect you to do things like very, very quickly. What can you do to shift that? And to be honest with you, his approach into doing that and his way and his systematic, you know, okay, this, 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 what are we waiting for? Again, like I said, I told you guys that my whole thing about uh, breaking it down or, you know, doing something in regards to, it sounds like that. I probably wouldn't go about doing that. But at the same time, his structure, his structure means everything. And this could be very, very beneficial for a lot of you out there. So wanted to hurry up and give you this last little bit in terms of this little workplace scenario scenario before we get into some other good quality stuff. And then we're going to be going from there. So with that being said, people, thanks for tuning in to a relatively short ESL podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll be seeing you in the next one over and out.